a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hey, g'day, it's Maroon here on Footy Talk with Wado and Woodsy and today we're going to ask you blokes about round one. Yeah, we're also going to delve into how the Eels are $2.25 outsiders at home to the Storm this weekend. And we're going to have a crack at who we think is going to lift the 2023 Premiership trophy. Yes, we're coming off the back fence. G'day, it's Footy Talk with Wado Woodsy and Maroon. Welcome back to another edition. Wado, welcome to you. Thanks, Maroon. Great well, to be here. Last weekend off, just finished. Looking forward to this week playing some footy. Our old mate Aaron Woods has got the bye. Yeah, Woodsy, you got the bye first week up. Great week for it, eh? Mm. When the draw came nah. out, how, well, tell us your feel. Honestly, what so, was your feeling? Well, I just hope it wasn't us when I first when we heard about there's going to be buys, especially each week, not just around the origin time, but... Mate, the way we played in the Charity Shield, we need a game as soon as possible. You know, we needed a game last week and, you know, we didn't help ourselves. But when you have those performances, you know, it's like, wait, you just want to get straight yeah, back yeah, on the 100%. field, straight back on that horse. And mm. But then another way, we've had a couple of little niggles. You know, we lost Jack Bird. He had a little bit of a scope, I think, about three weeks ago. So gives him that extra week. And then Jack DeBellin, he was touch and go for the trial against for the Charity Shield. And they just thought if they waited that extra week, he gets another, you know, two weeks off it. So Just you, out of curiosity for me is, are they – I don't. You don't have to tell me. Obviously, we're in opposing clubs, but are they treating it like a um, another preseason week? So you're going to get a nah, lot so of load we, or, we, or in the game week. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about it. We so we last week we had a, a light week. Um, we're trying to just do like a footy sort of prep week. So like say today tomorrow is our big you know D day attack day. Wednesday off, captains run Thursday, but we'll okay. do we'll do weights as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Friday we'll have like an a post session. You know the post session yeah, yeah, in the so preseason. Yeah, yeah, right. And so then have Saturday, Sunday off, and then go straight into the game week. Yeah, just trying to get us yeah. used to what we have got to look forward to for the next twenty four rounds. Yeah, well, your program, your training program changes mm. quite a bit from preseason well, yeah. in, into into in season mode. Like, talk about that, Wado, because we often hear older players saying, "I just couldn't do another preseason." Yeah, well, preseason, <laughs> like for us, early on when you when you get into working, it's it's Monday. All the way through till Saturday at lunchtime, pretty yeah, much. Saturday you train every day. Like yeah. Wednesday might be a light day, like recovery day, but you're still swimming. Massage. Nathan Pickles likes to throw a few extra it's, thousand. And it's not, K's just, in it's there. not just swimming. It's like it was like 1.5 like k of swimming. Trials, yeah, it's so, like 30 laps. Wow, that's a lot of it's, it's no, just, flippers too. <laughs> it's hard. I sink to the bottom mostly, mm. but yeah, and it's like you're in at eight, you're out at five, right? It's like a really routine. It's easy because it's not not as much contact, and you normally go like a light, like a build, building day Monday, big day Tuesday. Recovery day Wednesday, lighter day Thursday, big day uh, Friday. Then you might have some weights or some extras mm. on the Saturday morning. And it's like that pretty much the whole time. You might alternate between having a full day off Wednesday and training a full Saturday or yeah, – it's, like it's like every two weeks you have like a yeah. cycle. So one week you get a Wednesday off, the next week you get a Saturday off. You know what, though, for you, Blake, you talk about having the bye for the first round and all and how keen you are to get back on the field. Yep. But the thing is, in the second game, you've got the Titans at Cogra. <laughs> yep. Mate, if the Titans beat you at Cogra, my Lord – that is going to be like – that's just going to compound. Then you really guys are going to really be in trouble. Yeah, but we're not thinking that we're going to get beat, mate. We're going out there to win, Maroon. Mm. So for us, we just got to get our prep right. You know, we were off – we were miles off. Uh, for everything that we practiced in the preseason, you know, they've been tough. Everyone's feeling good. But then when we had that one chance to show what we've been working hard on, we, we missed the beat by by a long way. Yeah. So we need to get our, you know, our prep right for this week and then going into the week after because we can't miss the jump. We're playing for two points now. Mm. 
Wado, it's it's a completely different round one for you guys because you you go out there, you can play the Rabbitohs. So that's a hard first up game minus Nico Hines. Well, so Nico's a bit frustrating for him. He's he's had a great preseason. We saw him play over in the um in the All Stars, and then again backed it up last week with a great trial match. Um, he's just picked up a little calf complaint. Um, he's had he's had a similar problem too in the preseason before Christmas. So. I suppose the positive around it is he knows what the injury is. He, he he knows how to rehab it, and he's been down that path before. So hopefully we get him back as soon as possible. And then yeah, on South, like it's a great test up for um mm. you know for your first one. It's at Shark Park or Points Bet Stadium. I can't remember the last time we had our opening round at home. So that's great for our you know our members and our fans to be able to kick off the season at home. And yeah, against South, I think you know we obviously watched a lot of the trials, called the Charity Shield, and they were so impressive in that game. I think their one to thirteen was pretty much the same as the team that played in that semi final last year. So they've they've found their rhythm straight away. Um, they're certainly an experience and a, and a team that's played a lot of footy together. So it's going to be a great test for us up first, and we're preparing to try and get the result and kick our season off the right way for sure. We spoke about it early off air, but the two best teams in the trials. I know Manly won, obviously won the preseason comp, but I reckon the two outstanding teams were yourself. The way he's defended at Billmore that first 10, 15 minutes, he was running the pump for. 15 minutes, but then they scored a try for deflection. It didn't bother you one bit. And then you got South, who they were outstanding in their, you know, two games. They they touched us up. Like, where's their weakness? How how do you go by it? You know, Latrell, he looks like he's just getting better and better. They're contenders for sure, right, for the Premiership, 100%. Like, they haven't had too many disruptions. Um, last year, Latrell actually missed the start of the season. Yeah, and they started slow and they were sort of chasing their tail. They, they found their form at the back end of the year, yep. but through that uh, chopping and changing, they started a little bit slow. But this year, they're all hands on deck and they just, you know, watching the Charity Shield, they just look like where they picked up, sorry, left off last year. There's a big thing in footy. If you keep the same team on the park week in, week out, it helps because just the cohesion, right? And the understanding, the communication, their spine. You know, Ilias will be better for the run. Yep. Obviously, Damian Cook, world-class. Cody Walker, world-class. Latrell, you know, arguably the best in the game. So Murray. Murray. <laughs> Murray through the middle. They're, they're, they're mm. contenders for sure. So you, just you think Latrell's what the best attacking fullback in the game? It could be. Mm. I, I, On I, his day. I reckon yeah. it's his yeah. presence way. Yeah. Like, you know, if you see him swinging out the back, a lot of teams put an extra number on on whatever side he's attacking you at because he's just got that presence. He, he can beat the first defender every time. Oh. The big, I think is his big right arm fan. And then sometimes he's got the silky hands as well. When he plays, he's one of, if not the most dominant player in, in the game. Influential. Yeah, 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 for sure. But you make the point, though, there don't on his the day. Yeah, don't on his day, bear. you said. You know, so, I mean, on his day, if I underline that, there are a lot of fullbacks. Yeah, but you that, know what? I think that, like, Marin, we say on his day, but I think if you've watched in the last oh, 18 months of Latrell, you know, when he's at the Roosters, he used to always say, oh, we need to get him in the game a lot more. But I reckon now he sort of he knows mm. what he's good at and what the times to inject himself into a into a game. It's just the moments, man. He just uh, owns the moments. Every of the big games. moment, yeah. he never misses a beat. You you very rarely see Latrell like not pop up in that right spot or not give the right hands the soft like slider touch. He's always in there, and he did an Origin that year yeah. when we won by fifty two mm. games in a row. Like he's just he knows. I think he's he's built into his game, and he's just comfortable where he's at in his space. He's a different athlete too. So if you're comparing to say Dylan Edwards, right? Yeah, he's just he's not... a different athlete and he's an energizer bunny, Dylan Edwards. Yep. He's crossed the field everywhere, running around. He's got that high like intensity, repeat speed, repeat speed where like, Terrell's 105, 106 kilos, like yep. easily. And he's just a power athlete. So it's, it's just different. Their roles. Yeah, Their roles are completely roles, different. Yeah. 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 Anyway, great night for Rugby League in the Shire, as you said. It's the Saturday night game. It's the 7.30 game. And there are a lot of, obviously, Rabbitohs fans in the Shire as well. So 
Points Bet Stadium, Wado, should be packed. A great night, and it should be a good night for footy. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like I said, we haven't played historically. I can't remember too many over the years, certainly while I've been there, that we've had round one at home. So it's, it's a great occasion, for sure. Everyone's hanging out there like everyone else for rugby league, and you know how good to kick it off at home in front of our members and our, and our fans, and it'll be packed. It's sold out for sure. It's sold out two weeks ago, I think, already. Good news for the club with Jesse Raymond as well, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. I know that he's been, they've been working on that for a while. So he's... You've got pretty much your whole back five. Uh, have you now, seen Jesse you? lately? Oh, he's... Mate, he's, no, he's, he's a unbelievable Tremendous. Athlete. Tremendous what, form. What happened with Jesse when he went away for like a year? Did he went to Newcastle? He just didn't like it? Yeah, he's had a couple of people just go for a year. Like Chaddy Townsend went for a year. Yeah. Bakuya went for a year too, didn't he? They just they love just the come shire, back, they just come mate. Back, mate. Once you once you go out, you just work out the grass isn't always yeah, greener, mate. Yeah. Right? Northies on a Saturday Arvo. <laughs> hey, but you know, it's funny, you two, you're good mates. You're both current NRL players, and obviously we've got our award-winning podcast, which is just killing the other podcast at the moment, which we might get a chance to talk a little bit later. But you're both current NRL players. Now, if I can be fair, Dinkum Waiter, your team is going into this season. The coach is like, they love the coach, they love the team. They are confident of a top three, top four finish this year. Can't wait for it all to start. Poor old uh, Woodsy here, his team, they got toweled up in the Chazo Shield. Then they had the car park incident with the two players. Now they got the bye. It's just like at the moment, if I could be honest, if you're at the start of a racing grid, you know I mean? You're in a Ferrari, poor old Woodsy's in a Toyota Crown. That's how it feels. Know, it's, it's a fair call and – I think on, on top of that, you throw the off-season bit of debacle we had about our coach and we had a lot of players move on. You know, we've tried to come back and, you know, we've we've had a really good preseason up until that Charity Shield moment and that's probably been our biggest downfall. But at the end of the day, it's a trial we're in. You know, we got through injury-free. If, you if you're going to take anything, that's probably one of the positives we get. And, you know, like I said to you before, we just want to play and it's probably gave the boys a lot more hunger. The intensity of training has lifted up a notch. Not that it wasn't up, but everyone's on notice now. And, you know, we've come in. We brought it upon ourselves. Everything we did off the field was, you know, it was on us. And it's that's probably been the most disappointing thing. We've tried to – we spoke about having a better culture and all that, but we've let ourselves down as a group. And the only way to fix it is to win games now and shut people up. It's a roller coaster. Mm. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, but, you know, and another thing, Wade, like it, it's happened to us now. It might happen to the Newcastle Knights in four weeks. It might happen to the Roosters yeah. when they get a couple injuries at Origin time or Penrith. Remember people knocked Penrith last year. Or do you really, in your heart – believe that when you're alone at home and you do you believe that this <laughs> well, is going deep. to be a long no I don't I don't I know, we, I know we've got the right gone. I know we've got the right <laughs> it is a long drive you do think about it quite a fair bit driving down there but I believe the group we've got we're very happy with what we've got we just we were so disappointing and, and that's probably the biggest thing after that game we're so down on ourselves because we knew everything we practiced going into that game we didn't do and we missed. That was an opportunity to showcase what we've what we've worked so hard on. And a lot of people were grinding us before that game, and then they've been even into us even after that game because of the you know the performance we put out there. So for us as a group, that's why we're so frustrated. You know, like I said, we just want to play a game now, but we have to wait that extra week. We knew we had the buy round one. For us, it's our own fault. I think though, Wado, what Woodsy says at the start, it's just a trial. The Charity Shield, it's just a trial. If you get back on track against the Titans, who cares? Oh, 100%. They'll get a good look at the Titans. Like, it's hard to always take out of trial matches. Review. You can review some things, but you know that some teams are keeping a little bit in the back pocket. But once the round one competition points are on the line, you know, they're, they're throwing everything out there. So the Dragons, they'll be able to sit back round one and get a real good look at Titans. They're round two opponents, and they'll be going in the, into that game fresh while the Titans will be off the, off the back of a game, obviously. So 
You're only ever one game away, mate. You're mm. only ever one game away from I, I remember, finding your feet. Remember, I think it was in, was it the COVID year? We had a couple of losses in a row and we started doubting ourselves. And I think you got up in front of us, boys, you're only as good as, like, you know, like. You, you, you're only ever one game away. Yeah, that's like, it. You're one game away. Like, yeah. we're not as bad as we're going, but we're also not as good as, you know. Like, well, that's, I've, I think I've said it on here before. Yeah, I've always thought in my head throughout my career, you're never going as good as you think you are, yep. but you're never going as bad as you think you are. Mm. Like, a lot of his perception, a lot of his. A lot of doubt in your mind. Yeah, hey, yeah. a lot of it's just you thinking. You know, in your head. So you try and get that through to your team. Like, hey, just because we're going, like, we think we're going good now. We're not going as good as we can be if we, if we keep exactly, working hard. Yeah. And vice versa. If, if you are, you know, hit a rough patch, well, we, boys, we just got to keep fighting, find a way, grind out of it because it's a long season, well, right? You win a lot of games when you're going good, but you also win games when you play poorly because you know how to win. Yeah, yeah. And at the moment, you know, some teams lose because they don't know how to win. It's, it's like what I said, you know, it's just a roller coaster. Boys, you know, on the back of last year, a lot of people saying, can Para go one step further? Can Penrith make it a three-peat? South of there or thereabouts, other roosters there. Some are even saying maybe the Cowboys, but not a lot of people are saying the Sharkies. And probably for you, Wade, you think that's a good thing? Oh, I think. I, I haven't thought about it, to be yeah. honest. I just, um, it helps being a little bit older. You don't really care what anyone else says, right? You just go to, go to work and go about your business. And all my focus as in footy happens when I'm at that stadium, just trying to help our team become better and help our younger guys become better and just help us prepare to give ourselves the best opportunity to play well and win on the weekend. So I haven't really been listening to the outside noise. I haven't done that for a long time, mm. to be honest. We're certainly confident in, you know, the preseason. So last year, there was a lot of question marks going into the season, right? We didn't even know ourselves. Like we had expectations, but we didn't know how far to push them because, you know, a lot of change in the playing group changing coach, changing style, philosophy. So we're all sort of learning that on the run. I was like, well, what's it actually going to look like when we get out there? So we built that through the year. And, you know, by the time we got to round 12, round 13, we started to have a little bit of an understanding. And we could feel it when we were playing well. And then we managed to find that style and, you know, climb up the ladder and finish second. Like we can't hide away that we didn't play good enough to win the games in the finals when it mattered. But we can learn from that. But now we're just another 12 months in, right? We're 12 months into relationships. We're 12 months into understanding the style and the coach, the expectations of what Fitzy wants out of us. And it's just about, you know, working on those areas we think we need to improve and trying to be better in the areas that we think we were good at last year. I can't believe people aren't putting them in their top four because you've got the best player in the competition, Nico Hines, and you've seen how he started already in the All-Stars game. Braden Hemlin, Ueli, Toby Rudolph, Jack Williams, Blake Braley, they've all got another season under their belt. They're becoming season first graders. So they are a side that I definitely would not take lightly, and they're 100% in my top four. I can't believe that people haven't got them up there to win the comp. So have you noticed that? Have you noticed? 100%. Yeah. The, the, the difference in – I know I was there two years ago. Mm. The style of play, the confidence. Like Blake Braley is one of the best hookers in the competition, and I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does. Mm. And another way we haven't even spoken about, Matt Moreland was absolutely on fire. You know, it looks like they're – the combinations with with Hines and Bradley, they all pick the right moments, right times to go to each other. And it's like Matt Moreland feeds off Hines, Hines feeds off Moisa. So and then Will Kennedy at the back. Yeah. Yeah, well they do they had, they have a great relationship. All, all I reckon it's one of the best spines four, in the competition. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They don't get enough raps for like I know Penrith, they've got a great spine. Roosters have got a great spine. Wait, are your spine? It's not far no, off I them. Think it, it does. It comes from a bit of the question marks from last yeah. year, right? Because Nico Hines signed at a halfback. No one had seen him play halfback, mm. right? That, this time last year, everyone's going, oh, well, how's Nico going to go? We don't really know. We've played fullback and off the bench. Exactly, at yeah. At Melbourne, how's he going to go at halfback? Now you fast forward 12 months and he's, he's done what he's done. You go, okay, well, yep. 
he's there now. So you sort of maybe overlook it a little bit because it's just happened so fast. And, and you say, yeah, obviously you went out, you know, in the semifinals in, you know, unfortunate fashion, you didn't want to. They'll learn from that. Yeah, That's yeah. the experience that they gain from that now. Yeah. And then, you know, oh. blokes, Hemley Welly, they've played for Samoa. They've played big games now. So they've all got that experience. Oh, we've got like Ronaldo, Mortara. Yeah, big Ronnie, yeah. Sifa played Origin. That's it. Jesse Raymond, he's looking good again, so... Sione Katoa, Tonga. Cameron like, McInnes, yep. Psycho 1. Yeah, Dale Finucane, Psycho 2. <laughs> I don't know how Toby Real's going to go without his hair, but... Yeah, I know. It's actually, he's doing What's well. Doing? We'll give him a plug. Yeah, he's doing well. Great shave. So Toby's had, obviously, the long, luscious well, he, locks yeah. ever since he came to the club. He, he said to me he never wanted... Because he's been playing really good footy, so... Yeah, I remember that. I, remember I reckon that. he'll play better footy with his hair shaved. Oh, he'd be lighter. Mm. He'd get rid of all that dandruff and, he's got as well. And the big chin will come out a bit more with a beard shave too. He's going to um, clean shave it too, like Razor. Oh, oh, the whole thing. Yeah, I and, think the, so. and the beard as well. Well, I think he wants to try and stagger it so that if he goes to a certain level of um, fundraising, you'll just do the his hair, Head, yep. more beard, Yep. and I think top tier... Eyebrows as oh, well. He'd love, he'd love to get the eyebrows. It's just starting to sound Sorry. like the Toby Rudolph uh, fan club show. Love love him, love he's, he's an easy one of a kind. Mate. One yeah. of a kind. Hey guys, uh, a couple of the other games of importance this weekend. Obviously, the Dolphins. We get to see them in an NRL game against the Roosters. We wish them all the best. Warriors take on Knights, so those sides need to get away to a good start too. But the one that's caught my attention here is uh, Parramatta, who someone famously said last year's grand final they were in it right up until the kickoff. <laughs> uh, they are they, <laughs> they are two dollars twenty five outsiders at home against the Storm. I know that for the Storm, Pappenhausen's not playing. But this Melbourne side, no Bromwiches, no Felice Cafusi, no Brandon Smith, and still Parramatta are two dollars twenty-five outsiders. Yeah, look, I think you got to look at the players they've lost. You know, they lost quite a few players, uh, Parramatta, and then w- with that, you throw in, you know, Ryan Madison's injured. Ah, oh, sorry, uh, suspended. Yeah, he took the Papali'i. Papali'i gone. Marada Nirakore. Yeah, you know, Nathan Brown's still got the hamstring injury. I think they're, and then Sean Lane. I thought he was their best player last year. He, he, he got a, he got a broken year, yeah. jaw in that last trial. So I know they're they're quite a fair bit outsiders, but they've got they've still got a few players that have gone got to come back. Yeah. And then you look at the combination with Hodgson with Moses and Brown. Like it ain't going to happen overnight. You know, you've seen it was a little bit off in the trials, but for me, for them to go well, they need Paulo and Kimball Gillard. That's their mainstay because they they play big minutes. Both those blokes they play about 60, 65 minutes. If they lose one of them, I think that's gonna, that's going to really hurt them. But they got those two big boppers up front. They lay the platform. They give a good good go forward for Mitch and Brown to play off the back of. So, and I think once Hodgson does start playing a bit more with them, they're going to create so many opportunities because he's a very smart footballer. He knows the right times to go to the right players, and I think they'll just benefit from that. Mm. But it's only early days. Like I said, there's got a, quite a few injuries and suspensions at the moment, but they will come good, I reckon. Okay, that's the first game of uh, round one, and you can hear that on Triple M, the Triple M call team, and uh, Dan Ganane will call that one for you. Now, boys, what about some fearless predictions for 2023? And you can't say your own side, okay? Because, Woodsy, if you say your own side, we know that you'll just be lying. <laughs> but let's do some fearless predictions for 2023. Look into your bowl of Cocoa Pops, Woodsy, <laughs> and who do you like for premieres? For me, premiers like I do like the Sharks, but I I'm gonna have to go the Roosters. The Roosters. The Roosters. I just like what they've brought, but if they can all gel and get on the same page, I think they're gonna be a very hard side to beat. Wait, I remember you can't say your own team. Yeah, probably say South to be honest. Hey, probably say South. I know that you're a South man, Maroon, but just watching them on the weekend in the Charity Shield. Sorry, um, they just played a lot of footy together, right? Now, young halfback Ulysses is going to be better for the 12 months. Mm. He knows what it takes now. And those other players, like we said, we didn't even bring up Campbell Graham. Yeah. I know they got young Tass. The two back rolls are strong. I think they've got a strong squad. Either of you have said Penrith. Uh, can I ask, 
obviously that's on the back of no Appy. I, no, just, I no think their, de- their depth is going to get tested as well. You know, Origin period, they'll have quite a few mm. players out. And, you know, you never know what's around the corner with injuries during the season as well. So um, I think Liam Martin missed the World Club Challenge and so did Scott Sorensen. So they shows you that, you know, with losing those Coruscant and, you know, Kikau, their depth is going to get really tested this year. No, yeah. I, I think they'll be strong again. I just think oh, they're yeah, so, yeah, they're they're so confident in, in, in their system and each other, like, like you said with South, they've yeah, played so much footy so with So much each footy other. and they're just confident. Right? They know how to win, as would you say, they know how to win. I just think losing Appy and Kikau has probably just… Brought them back to the peg. Brought them back and a little bit, just a little bit. And yeah. now some, a team like South who have threats all over the field can probably… You know, they've been close within the last couple of years, so yeah, even now. Dally M Player of the Year, do we see a guy go back to back? Do we see someone come out of nowhere? Um, I'd like to back in Nico to go back yeah. to back. Mm-hmm. I'd throw in maybe a Munster or a Harry Grant down in Melbourne just because I feel like li- losing all that experience, they're going to have to lean on those two guys down in Melbourne a lot. Mm-hmm. If Harry Grant gets going, knowing that he's going to be 80-minute hooker week in, week out, I think he's going to just build his game from that. For me, I'm, I'm going Nathan Cleary. It's the one, I think it's the one award he hasn't won yet. So oh, He's only 22. He's got time. No, on <laughs> you don't realise how young he is. He's won, you know, two competitions. He's obviously been in three grand finals. But I think without Coruscant, he'll take a bit more of the load yep. on his shoulders. And I think he'll he'll actually strive on that a bit. Dylan Edwards is smoky. Dylan Edwards. And then you know, I was like, yeah, he, took, he yeah, won the first three or four last yeah. year. But I just think Cleary will go to another level this year. Do you guys have a young player to look out for? A young, Like a young player of the year? Uh, most of our a guys, of the year. yeah, most of our guys are pretty established. We don't really have too many. Like K Dykes would all be an obvious one for us, but he's out for the season now. But I keep hearing this noise about the young kid at the Dolphins. He's Isaiah, Isaiah Katoa. Yeah. Is it? Mm. So it seems he's got the nod in front of uh, Anthony so, Milford this mm, week, right? And there's a big noise coming out of the Penrith system. He was a really good junior. He's rated one of the best in. Um, he played for Tonga too, didn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So, and he's rated one of the best in Australia as a youngster coming through. So he's, he's eighteen, is he? He's going to debut this week 18. in the NRL. Mm. Wayne Bennett obviously has an opinion for him if he's backed him to start, and I don't think he'll be chopping and changing. He knows what a, a young kid is like. He he'll probably give him some time there if he's made that decision. So we might see get to see you know the, the emergence of a young player so like. Is he going to start before. at six? And O'Sullivan's going to yeah. start. I think so. Yeah. I think okay. so. Yeah. All right, boys, look, um, just before we go, there's a lot of great feedback coming through about our podcast. Is there? People are just saying how much better it is than the other podcasts on in Footy Talk through the week. And uh, I just want to thank all those pages and pages of emails here, people saying how good it is. and They're already over listening to Gordy, are they? They're, yeah, they're over. Oh, there's a, a couple of pages here about Gordy. <laughs> and Adam Peacock is here now too. Somebody says here... Liam from Five Doc, that Adam Peacock, he, he got to start at Triple M now. It says here he'll get in with, where water can't. I said, <laughs> yes, he does. He'll get a start anywhere. Boys, have you listened to any of the other podcasts? Yeah, I, I actually tend to listen to the Jodo ones, actually. Right, okay, yeah. yeah oh, Danny the, Widler. Danny Widler and Chamus. Chamus, yeah, yeah. They don't mind uh, mm. letting names out of the hat when they tell stories now on the, mm. on, or definitely Chemis, but so it's good to get a bit of an insight. I love the other, I don't know if you heard, you would have heard them talking about Huge yeah, last week. That, I really enjoyed that. Delve right into that one. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't miss it, did they? Mm. Well, they've been around. Widler's been around a long and, time. And, and I like the Friday podcast with GI, Jimmy, and uh, Connor Watson. Uh, mate, one of the greats in GI. Yep. Uh, Big fan of GI. I love yeah, him. So love it's him. really good to hear him and hear on a listener. All things considered, I don't know that it's a better podcast than Wado and Woodsy do. Well, I don't listen to any of them, to be honest. <laughs> like, really? 
Mate, I'm just, as I said, mate, I'm just focused on us. Yeah. That's it. When I'm in here, when I'm in the team, I focus on the team. When I'm in the podcast, I just focus on us. Right. right. It's just about that's us being better. Because we've got a leader in Waiter. It's just being yeah. us yeah. being he better. He loves right? it. I, I heard that you went home to your wife the other night, Waito, and said, look, a premiership in 2023, yes. But first things first, let's get this podcast. Rating. We've got to go. Rating. Yeah. Got to get going. Just get the blinkers on. And Woodsy, you know that, well, rugby league, you know, as I said to you before, you're getting like me, you're getting old, and no one else will have you. Except so, for you. Yeah, exactly. I'll have you here at Triple M. Well, there's been another edition of Footy Talk. Keep listening to the Listener app because Triple M and Listener rock the footy.